the champ champ is here. Welcome to Book It, a wrestling podcast where we book and revisit your favorite wrestling storylines. I'm your commissioner, Hi-Fi Mike, and today I've got your GMs, Damone, D-Money Allen, and Primetime Travi T. The champ champs in the building, bitch. Hollywood cannot make it this week, but I promise she will be back. Look, look, these two are so scared to book against me. I was supposed to be against Damone, but then he somehow ended up hiding in Kevin's skirt like usual. Gave it to her, then she skirts the issue altogether and says she can't make it due to some kind of work obligations. Whatever, you're scared to lose, you didn't want to come on the podcast, and now Damone had to come over here and get spanked like he always gets. I did my booking in like an hour. You had literally two weeks, and I'm sure yours is worse. Once again, excuses, excuses. 100% guaranteed. You had two weeks worse. to do it as well if you wouldn't, wouldn't have been scared the first time I challenged you. I wasn't scared, and you didn't really challenge me. It was more of like, who wants to do it? And Kevin said she'd do it, so I'd let her. Look, like I said earlier, you take your whether beatings it's, from whether me or her, you, it doesn't matter. Whether it's you, it's Kevin, it's a guest, or if it's even fucking Mike, I stand there, I swing, they all fall down. First off, mm-hmm. like I'm right not around the road, bitch. <laughs> and if we, if I book anything, it's just gonna turn into WCW. I'm gonna find a way to convert everything <laughs> into make it WCW. So, I like you said WCW. WCW. But you're like a cartoon. Like you swing, you miss, you spin in a circle, and then you eventually fall down. Well, uh, those are some some pretty strong words, but that that'll bring us to our actual episode here. Uh, we are going to retire John Cena, which is something I know Travis actually wants to do. Um, <laughs> but he can't, so we're going to have him book. The book. He won't sign the contract. Well, you're going to have to reach out to him. You should may- maybe message him on Twitter. Hey, all you Book It fans, go on Twitter and Hashtag. send out a tweet to John, direct message John Cena. Fight Travis. Fight Travis. Hashtag fight Travis. Hashtag sign the contract. Yeah, you can show him Travi two belts. Travi two belts. Travi no pants. As we learned last week. He's not Travi two belts. He's Travi no Travi pants. Travi no pants. Because he has no belts. Look, Damone. I know where you live. I'll come up there and drive that six-hour drive just to smack the stupid little grin <laughs> and off just your face. turn around and go home. That's right. <laughs> No, you won't. <laughs> Watch him do it. He's, he shows up at your house tomorrow. It's going to be like 7 a.m. Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> the episode's not even going to be out yet. This would be in the past. <laughs> um, but anyway, so... Everybody go to everybody go to Damone's Facebook page and DM him and ask him how his face feels. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're going to go into this episode, and I'm not sure who wants the book first because you both seem pretty confident. So I'm gonna let Damone book first. Okay. So we are gonna start off. It's pretty much like where we are right now. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. It's a couple months ahead from now. It's right before SummerSlam. So it's time. One. It's one of the big four. So the heavy hitters start coming out. So John Cena comes out 
on Raw. It's a big deal, you know, whenever he comes out. So he comes. Um, he set, He gets on the mic. He says he wants to break Flair's record. And he wants at least one more um, one more title run. One more WWE Championship run. So he wants to get number 17. Because he doesn't want to be tied with Flair anymore. He wants to be the undisputed record holder. So he challenges Seth, who retained his title at Money in the Bank and whatever pay-per-view was before that. Um, so he's challenging Seth for SummerSlam. So Seth, being the fighting champion that he is, he and he's a face as well, he comes out and he says, let's do it. Let's go for it. But then you hear no chance in hell come out, come on, um, because Vince, Vince's music hits. And he comes to the ring and says, hey, pal, this isn't your company. You God don't own this. Pal. You don't make goddamn pal. You don't make matches here. So he company. says, right. He says, Seth, you won't be facing Cena at SummerSlam. You'll actually be facing this man. And then we hear glorious because now I now heal Robert. Such a random pick. Robert Roode is now a heel. He's no longer Bobby Roode. He's Robert Roode as he was in TNA slash Impact or whatever name they're going by now. He was Bobby Roode there, too. He was Robert Roode, too, at one point. Yeah, I guess no, no, I know. He was, he was. Yeah. yeah, he was Robert Roode. He was Bobby Roode. He went back and forth. He had a whole stock market gimmick. You know, um, beer, or what was it? Beer money. So, but it's Robert Roode who's now a heel. He's one of the top heels on Raw um, versus Seth. So Seth's going to face him instead of Cena at SummerSlam. And for Cena... He has to get to the back of the line. Things have changed. And if he doesn't like it, Vince says you can just take your happy ass back to Hollywood. So you need to Cena, do if you're gonna talk about Vince McMahon, you have to do it in this like you have no right. choice. You have you can, to take your ass to Hollywood, pal. You can take your ass to Hollywood, pal. <laughs> that just sounded like Damone trying to be Batman. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty much I the same. The I'm, Vince, man, Vince McMahon might be Batman. Who knows? I am the Batman. I mean, God it would make sense. <laughs> Vince is the Batman. I am Batman. God damn it. If, if, we, we, if we named we episodes after things, if we named episodes after things that happened in the episode, that would be I am Batman. God damn it. Would be the episode title. <laughs> Vince is the Batman. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely see Vince being Batman. He's ripped like Batman. He's rich like Batman. He disappears for large periods of time like Batman. Maybe he is I'm Batman. Vince, Batman. Vince, Vince is Batman. Vince. Have we seen Vince and Batman in the same place? The same <laughs> we have not. I don't think so. Vince McMahon so, is Batman. So Vince would Shane McMahon, McMahon be Robin? He's Robin. Yeah. <laughs> he's Damien. Yeah, he's Damien. So yeah, Robin and... I get right. it. We got the whole Bat family. Stephanie's the, and Stephanie's Batgirl. Roman is yeah, Superman. The Robin that was a girl for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Triple H is also Robin. Triple so H is definitely Michael. Robin. Triple, well, Triple H is, um, is Red Red Hood. Anyways, so we're getting a little nerdy here. So uh, <laughs> nerdy <laughs> on a wrestling podcast. Yeah, I know. Oh no! Huh? Goddamn pal, you can't get that dirty. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Cena. Um, so it's gonna be Cena is gonna have to get to the back of the line, 
and Back he's actually going to be facing he's one of his old nemesis, the guy who embarrassed him at a SummerSlam, Brock Lesnar. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. How is the back of the line Brock Lesnar? Yeah, back how is it line. back of the line? He should be facing fucking uh, Bo Dallas and Heath E. Slater. Because yeah. that's back of the line. You're not going to face John Cena. Yeah. Archer's down on Raw, but. Um, he can be. Can be. He could it's your be. world, yes, man. True. But back of the line for John <laughs> Cena and Brock Lesnar. Plus, plus, John Cena is has already lost to Brock. So Vince's thinking is that Cena's going to get his ass kicked by Brock again at SummerSlam. Because if he remembers, that was when. We literally saw Brock destroy Cena like easily, where he suplexed him. It was like twenty-five times, and I think Cena might have gotten in one hit, maybe if we're lucky. But so pretty much, it's going to be Cena versus Brock Lesnar at Mania or not Mania ugh, at SummerSlam. So Cena beats Lesnar clean after two Super AAs. Or super FUs or whatever the you want to call them. I still want to call them FUs because they were FUs when I was growing up. What's a super FU? Is that the avalanche? So it's the avalanche, yeah, the avalanche super. Um, so Seth re- or at the same pay per view, Seth retains against Robert Roode. Um, Vince then tells Cena in the back, "Nice job, but you're still not getting a title shot." So the very next night on Raw, Cena comes out. He starts cutting a promo on Vince. Um, so while he's cutting the promo out of nowhere, Drew McIntyre, formerly known as the Chosen One, comes out of nowhere and Claymore is the living shit out of Cena. I was so, gonna say Vince. I got I got hype. That would be cool. But see, he Claymore Cena. So then Vince comes out and announces that at Hell in a Cell, which is the next pay per view. It's going to be John Cena versus Drew McIntyre, um, and it's to determine the new number one contender for the championship. Wow, he so, really and, got closer to the front of the line really quick. Yeah, it's John Cena. When <laughs> he, he goes to the back of the not, line, that was not really middle of the line. He was not Cena. at the back of the line. <laughs> I'm just saying, that was not at the back of the line. Yeah, it's like for Cena's back of the line is like two steps back. Right. It's Everyone like else's back of the line is like he literally all the way skipped back of the line. He went down like th- back three and started skipping everyone. Right. So, um, so at the same pay per view, we're gonna have Seth versus Dean Ambrose. I or return on uh, Dean Ambrose, um, in the Hell in a Cell match, um, but so Cena and McIntyre they brawl the weeks before. Hell in the Cell, go back and forth. Um, but at Hell in the Cell, um, it's a regular match. It's not a Hell in the Cell match. Cena gets distracted by Vince and then gets claymored and he gets pinned. So Cena does not win the title at Summer or at Hell in the Cell. Um, <coughs> so the very next night, Vince comes out and he says that while Cena has made him a ton of money in the past, and he emphasizes a ton of money in the past. How much? His time, <laughs> uh, millions of dollars. That what? that time is that millions and millions of dollars, millions of dollars, millions of dollars, millions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, that his time is that his time is not now. It's over. 
Um, he says that just like when he told Ric Flair that it was time to put him out the pasture, it's the same thing with um, Cena. So he's giving him the exact same ultimatum. If he wins, he gets to keep his career, lose, and you will be retired. <laughs> that was a good Vince. I like that. You got that one right. So Cena is then forced to face in the next few weeks on Raw. He's forced to face Samoa Joe, Cesaro, Lashley, and Braun Strowman. So he manages to win all those matches. But the last one is against Braun, who's in this time period, in this realm. He's turned back to being a heel, like a full-blown heel. But Braun only loses by countout. Um, Cena, like, just manages to scoot in at nine while Braun's out of the ring. Braun gets up, um, and then he beats the living crap out of Cena so badly that he injures Cena's um, surgically repaired neck. So Cena is actually, it's announced the next Raw that Cena is actually not medically cleared to compete until for a few weeks, and it ends up being until Mania, or until the Rumble, sorry. That I was like, Jesus Christ, Damone, you skipped all of the, you, you booked three matches. <laughs> not, not Mania. So Cena's <laughs> right out until the Mania. Rumble. Yeah, he's out until the Rumble. So um, Cena's in the back when Shane and Vince, they're together. They come up to, to <laughs> Cena, and they sarcastically wish him luck. But then they also remind him that if he doesn't win the Rumble then he's still done. He still has to win the Rumble, because that's still a match. And if he doesn't win, he's forced to retire still. Hold on, I'd like to say one thing very quickly. You, before I did what I was doing, this was going to be the option I took if you took the option that we talked about. Was it? Yeah, I was literally going to (laughs) mimic the Ric Flair thing. Right, it's a good storyline. It's a great storyline that doesn't get used ever. Right, so I might, I said, why not reuse it a little bit? Yeah. So, um, so Cena enters the yeah. He says, Cena, you gotta win. If you don't win the Rumble, your your ass still has to retire. We don't care. So Cena end, ends up entering the Rumble at number two, and he does manage to win it. So the very next night on Raw, though, Braun Strowman comes out and he's like, I put you. He calls Cena out. <laughs> Cena comes out. He's like, I put you on the shelf before. And I'll do it permanently if you don't just give me the Mania title shot. Give me the Mania title shot now. Cena, because he's Cena and you never back down, tells him that if you want some, come get some. So they brawl um, the next few weeks. They go back and forth braiding each other. Braun tells him he's going to get these hands. Um, they (laughs) they brawl back and forth. Um, So at Fastlane... Cena ends up retaining his um, Mania match. It's an, an actual last man standing match. Um, he ends up putting Braun through. There's stacked tables, and he he hits the Avalanche um, AA through three flaming tables. So Cena wins. So in the meantime, while well, Cena tables. three, well the top, we'll say the top table is flaming. The other two aren't. Cena, AA, Braun doesn't get up. So Cena keeps his Mania match. So while Cena was away, though, the one and only Velveteen Dream debuted on the main roster and worked his way up, and he ends up winning the Universal title at Fastlane 
after he beat Cesaro, who was the champion at the time. So, um, the very next night on Raw, it starts off with Dream, and he starts going through a slideshow of John Cena's career. But at the very end of it, instead of it being like Cena Glorious or anything like that holding the title, it's Dream Photoshop standing over him with a with a newspaper clipping, like old school news, newspaper clipping where the newspaper spins and everything. Um, it says Cena's mania dream turns to nightmare. So then Cena and Dream trade bars back and forth. You can imagine how great those two going at each other verbally would be. So, but every time that like normally when Cena has those sorts of confrontations, it almost always ends up with a fight, him throwing hands. But Velveteen Dream doesn't. Velveteen Dream, they go back and forth. Cena looks like he's ready to fight, but then Velveteen Dream just backs off and goes away. Or walks walks away. So um fast forward to the go home show before Mania. It's a contract signing is announced. So Cena comes out first, you know, does his thing, never give up. Towel comes out first, crowd pops. But then they play Dreams music and Dreams not coming out. So everyone's confused. Um, And then all of a sudden we see Dream on the video monitor. He says that he already signed the contract, so he doesn't really need to be there. But he does want to show John Cena something. So he says he's at his childhood home. And the camera pans out, and we see a wall full of John Cena gear and merchandise. So it's decked out with, like, posters of John Cena and his pops. And all, or it wouldn't be pops, but, like, action figures of Cena and all these Cena things. And this is Velveteen Dream's child he- childhood house. And he says that, he, that Cena was once a great champion, that he grew up idolizing him. And that he, when he was growing up, he wanted to be just like John Cena. And he did the, you can't see me as a little kid. But that time has passed. And that it's going to be an honor to retire John Cena. So he's p- kind of playing some psychological games with Cena. So at WrestleMania, Cena comes out, doesn't his entrance or whatever. But then for Velveteen Dream's entrance, I don't know if you guys remember this. The, the John Cena entrance where it was nothing but John Cena's? I don't remember that. Travis? I also don't remember that. The one where it's Cena's all lined up on the sides. When was Where they're it? all dressed like John Cena. Um, <clears throat> fuck, I gotta... What year? I don't like, remember like that year. You keep talking, I'll look it up. Okay, you look it up. So, essentially... Velveteen Dream mocks, essentially mocks that. So instead of it being two rows of nothing but John Cena's, it's two rows of guys dressed up just like Velveteen Dream would be. So, but then Velveteen Dream comes out wearing like a pretty much a mock John Cena shirt, dressed up with the hat, the um, cap, the short. He has like similar shorts to Cena. The um, twenty-five. WrestleMania 25, yeah, that makes sense. And then, so he has the shorts, kind of like Cena. So he's essentially dressed up like John Cena, but instead of his shirt, his shorts saying like, or his shirt saying, or the towel saying never give up, it says the dream never ends. So it's also been announced earlier in the show that the match is now no holds barred, no DQ, no count out, or anything like that. There must be a winner. 
So, and don't forget, this is for the Universal title and for Cena's career. So, it's a great match. They go back and forth. At one point, Velveteen Dream hits an AA on Cena, but Cena manages to kick out. They go for about 40-ish minutes. Um, essentially, the finish comes when John Cena goes for a second super uh, or avalanche attitude adjustment um, because Dream just won't stay down. But Dream manages to slip out, and he counters it and hits a Dream Driver, which is very similar to the AA, but he takes you all the way down. So he hits a Super Dream Driver, so he hits it off the top rope. Gets the He hesitates for a second because he's like, I'm about to retire my hero, former hero, but then he goes and pins him anyway. So one, two, three, Cena is lost, so he's now forced to retire. So... Dream's celebrating with the title. Confetti's falling down. It's purple and probably purple and black because it's Dream. Um, confetti's falling down. Right. It's, it's falling down. Um, but then you see John Cena in the corner. Dream goes to Cena. They hug. Um, Dream's still celebrating. Cena sits in the corner, like, contemplating pretty much his career. So the very next night, kind of like they did with very similar to what they did with Flair. They um, celebrate John Cena's career, so they show highlights, accomplishments, all that stuff. Everyone's talking about how great Cena was, um, how he's one of the GOATs. So at the very end of the show, it's pretty much... He's not one of the GOATs, he's just a GOAT. He's a GOAT, yes. A literal GOAT. A GOAT. Cena. Um, so pretty much Raw is dedicated to Cena's career. Um, but at the very end, um, like when Cena gives like a little speech about his career, but then all of a sudden you hear cult the personality pop up, come up and it's CM Punk. I know Mike's favorite CM Punk comes out and he shakes John Cena's hand and he raises his arm. So they've made amends essentially. Um, as Cena or Punk being one of Cena's biggest rival, arguably his biggest rival. So then Velveteen Dream comes out to pay respect to Cena. But then after, like right before then, Cena goes, whoa, 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 I got to say something to you, Dream. And he cuts a promo pretty much like he did in this tweet where he talks about how Dream's the future of the business. He, he really props up Dream and talks about, says, like, pretty much one day, people will talk about Dream like they talk about me. He's a future GOAT, blah, blah, blah. So then, right before the show cuts off, Dream notices that Punk is staring pretty hard at the WWE title. So they then stare up, they then have a face-off, and then, like, they're facing off at each other, but in between, and you can see... John Cena's face just smiling at the possibility of a CM Punk Velveteen Dream match. And then Raw's over. John Cena's career is over in the WWE. He goes off and does more Transformer movies or whatever the hell he's doing. Bravo. Okay. What, what, I really want to know if he's going to do another Transformers or not now. I don't know. I never saw Bumblebee, so I can't either. tell. But you gotta tell me. I need you to book. I need you to book. He's in. Movies. He's in. He's in the next five Transformer movies. Lit. Is he in the GI Joe movies too? Because those are also yeah. lit. Yes. Yeah. All right. He also. He also gets a He-Man movie. <laughs> <laughs> so he can be in all of the '80s cartoons. 
He's also in a Mortal Kombat he, remake. He's a Ninja he's also, Turtle. He plays all also, four Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and also he's in the new Smurfs reboot. He <laughs> plays he is Papa Smurf. He's Papa Smurf. The thing is, I, the thing is, I could see Cena doing that. Dude, shit. Be Papa Smurf? Yeah, for sure. Yo. Alright, so, um, <laughs> Travis, let's hear your How are the levels? How are the levels, Mike? Levels are fine. Go ahead and book. Right. I just wanted to ask. Alright, so... Actually, you're a little loud. Back up. So... There you go. Oh! No, seriously. Oh! I wasn't... I was being oh. very loud at that point. I feel like Hacksaw Jim Duncan's here. Oh! oh. USA! USA! You know... Canada! Canada! Yeah? No? What? Switzerland! Switzerland! I don't know. Not... <laughs> Just Weird. chanting other shit. Okay. Anywho. Okay. Um. So, I'm starting last week at the Superstar Shakeup. So John Cena returns to SmackDown Live in the opening segment. Uh, he says he is a permanent member of the roster, and he's coming to coming back to prove that he still has it. Um. So to do so, he's offering up an open challenge for the night. Any man on the SmackDown Live roster can come out and fight him one-on-one to welcome him back, welcome him back into the fray. Uh, that man is none other than Intercontinental Champion Finn Balor. So Balor says he wants his first SmackDown Live match to be the one welcoming Cena home. Uh, it's a great back-and-forth match to see Cena dodge the coup de grace and, hitting, and hits an AA. Um, the next week, it's Cena versus Balor 2. Balor says he wants a second shot at beating Cena, so he... He says they tore, they tore the house down last week, and Cena won by a hair, and long, he, along with WWE Universe, believe the sequel is already overdue. Uh, Cena says, not so fast. He's never been one to dismiss a call-out, but he sees a way for this to benefit both men. Cena says, only one thing has eluded him for his entire career, and it's around Finn Balor's waist. He says he will face Balor in the main event tonight, one-on-one for the Intercontinental Championship. Finn shakes his hand, and the two share, stare at each other with a smile. Uh, the match is even better than the first one. Finn hits the coup de gras, but it's too exhausted to get the cover immediately. When he finally crawls over, crawls over Cena's two and three quarter count with Cena kicking out at the very last second. Uh, Finn is confused as hell as he s- stares at the still lifeless body of Cena. He sets him up for a second coup de gras, his, but his exhaustion makes him take even longer to get to the top rope. And just as he does, Cena lunges at him, pushing his foot off the rope. Both men are leaning on one another as they lazily throw strikes. Cena begins to scale the turnbuckle. Once he's on the middle rope, he begins to fire off strikes to uh, Balor's head before picking him up for an avalanche attitude adjustment, gaining him the three count and the only title that has eluded him all these years. Um, An emotional Cena cradles the icy title as the show goes off air. Picture John Cena in the boyhood dream pose. I just was thinking about that. As you were saying that about him facing Finn, I'm like, fuck. Has Cena never had the IC title? And you're right. Like, I looked yeah. it up while you were talking, and I'm like, yeah, Cena literally has never been IC champion, now that I think about it. So does that mean he's not a Grand Slam? No, he's a Grand Slam by the U.S. title. They accept that. But he's not a... Isn't there one... Uh, there's another one, right? There's another category. Isn't there one above the Grand yeah, Slam, four. or is that it? No, he's a Triple Crown. He's not a Grand Slam. Hmm. He's a Triple Crown. Yeah, Triple Crown, not a Grand right. Slam. He's not a Grand Slam. So you were wrong. Um, surprise, surprise. 
So the next week on SmackDown, it's John Cena and Finn Balor teaming up against The Bar, and then Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. So Shane McMahon announces this match, and this in the winners will be two of the three SmackDown Live members entering the Money in the Bank match. All right, so, The Bar. <laughs> the match is your standard triple threat. Actually, none of these tag teams are still together. <laughs> True. Um, which I didn't know when I wrote this. But the match is your standard triple threat tag team match. Spot heavy with the heels dominating Cena and Balor. Cena and Balor for the most part. Uh, Cena gets Gable up for an AA. Finn tags in and scales the ropes. Attitude adjustment immediately followed by a coup de grace for the win. Cena and Balor officially the first two men in the money in the bank match. Um, I honestly think that that could be a badass tag team finish. The attitude adjustment followed by a coup de grace. If they could figure out a way to do it like midair... Oh, that'd be even better. That would hurt so much. <laughs> the Gouda Gras already. As, like, as he's doing the flip over, Finn just comes in and drives them right into the mat. The Gouda Gras already makes me cringe every time I see it. Every uh, single time. I love the Gouda Gras, man. It, it's a good yeah, one. It looks I don't even like Finn Because Malik. it looks like it fucking hurts. Because, because it probably it fucking hurts. It literally could kill you. Like, it's I'm like, like I'm looking at this, I'm like, how, right, how are these people not dead? How are they, do not, do they not all leave the match with broken ribs? <laughs> um, I don't even know. Oh, so the next week, Sheamus and Cesaro protest their disqualification from the matches they never lost. So Cena and Balor put their spot on the line. Balor and Cena begin to look like a legit tag team with tandem offense and hit their combo finisher for the win. Uh, the next mat or the next week, it's the three, a triple threat between the SmackDown Live representatives for the Money in the Bank match. It's Cena versus Balor versus Ali. Um, Finn Balor pins Cena, ending the show standing tall. So the Money in the Bank match is okay. So I booked it as three members of SmackDown, three members of Raw, and two members of NXT. Okay, I like that. So it's Cena versus Balor. Versus Ali, versus Velveteen Dream, versus Alistair Black, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, and Matt Riddle. So, really, John Cena is there to be the standard WWE guy. You know what I mean? The he's the measuring stick. Yeah. Um, then you got a bunch of high flyers, and you got the up and comer Velveteen Dream, and then Drew McIntyre is the big guy. Um, it's a really good match. Uh, Velveteen Dream gets to the top of the rope or the top of the ladder, and he's got his fingers on the um on the briefcase when John Cena begins to scale it. They stand atop there, atop the ladder, trading blows. Finally, um, Cena gets Velveteen Dream up on his. Shoulders hits the AA and then takes the Money in the Bank briefcase off the top of the ladder. Or off the, the thing, the rope. Whatever. The wrong. Or no, that's... Yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck whatever. Yeah, I yeah. know what you mean. I, the I just thought of something. I don't know if this is a, this is another thing that's probably not physically, physically possible. It isn't. But it would be cool to see, since at this point, who cares about psychology? Um, so... I want to see John Cena, like someone be holding on to the ladder for like dear life. And then Cena attitude adjust the entire ladder with the person <laughs> on it. Yes. 
I'm with it. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, so the next night, um, Cena and Balor continue their friendly rivalry by facing off against Brian and Rowan. Um, and then the next three or the next two weeks is um, different singles pairings between Cena, Brian, Balor, and Ali. Uh, they're in different singles matches. Uh, bu- bu- bub. Then at the Saudi Arabia show, Cena defends his Intercontinental Championship against Daniel Bryan, Finn Balor, and Ali. Uh, Cena does retain. Um, the next three weeks is basically the Extreme Rules opponents for Cena, which is Balor, Roman, Orton, Chinsuke, and Rusev. They're all having different singles matches to kind of keep them intertwined. Uh, there is a six-man tag match in week four that has Cena, Balor, Roman versus Orton, Shinsuke, and Rusev, which would probably be a killer fucking match. Rusev. Um, <laughs> they do a ladder match at Extreme Rules between Cena, Balor, Roman, Orton, Shinsuke, and Rusev. Uh, Cena wins that match and to retain his title. The next night on SmackDown, Velveteen Dream debuts on the main roster and challenges John Cena for taking his opportunity of being WWE champion out of his hands. Um, He challenges him to a fight right there at SmackDown Live. John Cena says he's never turned down a fight in his life, and today's not the day. Um, Not today, Satan. It's what? Not Not today, today. Satan. It's one-on-one, um, non-title match. Velveteen Dream actually pins John Cena. So in both of our scenarios, Cena takes an L to Velveteen. That is true. Um, so the next week, it's Cena, Balor, and Dream versus The New Day, which I just did this because I think that'd be a fun match. It keeps them all involved. Um, Velveteen Dream will face uh, Finn Balor on week three, while Cena faces Samoa Joe. And then on week four, Cena faces Kevin Owens. Um, SummerSlam is Cena versus Balor versus Velveteen Dream in a triple threat match for the IC title. Um, I should also say that I forgot to say this at. Uh, <laughs> That's a unique pay-per-view name. Da, 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 da. We <laughs> had great balls of fire, so yeah, it's, true. It, it, it's believable. After he won the Money in the Bank, John Cena said that he would be facing the winner of the SummerSlam main event at Hell in a Cell. He would cash his title in, or cash his Money in the Bank briefcase then. So... SummerSlam, it's Cena versus Balor versus Velveteen Dream. Um, How does Balor keep getting all these title shots? Because he's in a feud with Cena. That's that's basically it. Okay. Um, But Velveteen Dream pins Balor to win the title. Uh, And then the WWE title match is Kofi versus Roman versus Bryan. Kofi Kingston is able to win that match by um, dodging a spear. And then hitting Daniel Bryan. Okay, so he dodges a spear. Roman hits the turnbuckle, rolls out of the ring, 
hits Brian with his Trouble in Paradise. Is that the kick? Yes, Trouble in Paradise. Yeah. Hits him with that and gets the pinfall victory. So it's great. Um, John Cena comes out to congratulate him. They shake hands. He holds his hand up. He says, I'll see you at Hell in a Cell. And then out of nowhere, EC3 hits the ring and destroys Kofi Kingston. Beats the holy hell out of him as Drake Maverick's in in the corner, screaming, giving him directions. EC3 and John Cena come face to face. And then EC3 smiles, nods at Cena, drops out of the ring. Cena grabs the ref and cashes in his Money in the Bank contract on Kofi Kingston. Wow. Crash. So Kofi Kingston is lifeless as John Cena picks him up, hits the AA, and pins him 1-2-3 to win his 17th world championship. Trash. And take Whoa. the throne. You could have just given him the, the greatest. Title. Give him a it title title been, it still would have been 17th. Yeah, that's fine. Just don't fuck Oh, you Kofi. didn't want me Kofi. Oh, no. <laughs> He's going super heel. It's fucked up. <laughs> so he pins him. He holds the title. He's the undisputed greatest of all time. Um, or so he says in his promo the next night or the next episode of SmackDown. Uh, when he is, he claims he is the greatest, greatest wrestler to ever live. His words, not mine. He tells everybody that he was came back for one reason and one reason only, and it's not to prove to anybody here that he still has it. the The reason he came back was to win his 17th world championship and prove to Ric Flair that he's better than he could ever be. Okay. He said that he's got. He met. Uh, on his way back when he was going visiting the performance center to prepare to come back to the ring, he met EC3. They clicked. He realized that he is the future of the company. And one day, he might hit 16 world championships himself. I but not don't 17. think that's going to happen, but... But not 17. <laughs> but not 17. He's going to make sure he gets to six. When yeah. he gets to 16... Goes for 17, so he's going to be like 80 years old and come out and screw EC3. <laughs> yep. So, it is what it is. Um, Kofi Kingston was so hurt in the match, or after in the attack, uh, that he's unable to compete for the next four weeks. But he has been cleared to face John Cena at Hell in a Cell. But he can't wrestle before that. So he's not on the show. Um, so the next week, it's EC3 versus Big E Langston. That's not even his name anymore. It's just Big oh. E. I don't know why you threw the Langston in there. I don't I like, like I, the Langston. I like Langston. Big E Langston. It's just like Goddamn, pal. That's their name. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Big E wins here. Um Next up, next week is Cena and EC3 versus Biggie and Xavier Woods. Um, Biggie and Xavier Woods win by countout. And then finally, it's Cena versus Biggie, and Cena obviously wins. He's not taking L's. He's not losing anymore. So. Sorry, I got to switch hands. And then the last episode of SmackDown before. Hell in a Cell is EC3 versus Xavier Woods. Um, Xavier Woods wins with 
New Day celebrating the win and calling, telling Cena that this is just the beginning of the end for Cena. So Wait, it's so EC3 loses every single one of these matches. He's in. Okay, I'm assuming that's leading to something. No, not really. I mean, it's just think about it. To progress a feud, you've got a top heel with a stable with with someone else in in the group. So to get heat on them, you let the top guy win, but to keep the interesting, you have the guy he's with lose to keep the do kind of 50-50 booking. I I get it, but you see three win it win at some point. He can't even beat Xavier. No, I love you, Xavier. But well, no, he can't. <laughs> at no point does EC3 need to win anything. He needs to be. He's, he's going to be, be here in a second. He's, he's, he's going to be the next. Scene. He's going to be the next Cena, and but he can't be Xavier Woods. No. Um. Okay. So <laughs> the next on the next night's the pay per view. It's uh, John Cena versus Kofi Kingston inside the Hell in a Cell. Um, it's a great match, but. Kofi Kingston ends up losing to a an AA on top of the cell. Um, a bloody Cena holds the title up above his head with EC3 he, and Maverick praising him. Does he go through the cell? Uh, no. Okay. Off the cell? No. I thought about it, but I was like, nah, not worth it. We're not going to kill Kofi. <laughs> You could have retired Kofi and Cena in the same thing. Same and R-Truth. R-Truth is getting retired. R-Truth can uh, never retire. <laughs> he won't know he's retired. <laughs> so that, would, that would be a good gimmick when he retires. He shows up on, like, Raw's 50th anniversary. He keeps showing up to, like, have matches, and they're like, dude, you're 60 years old. You're retired for, like, 10 years. <laughs> My bad, y'all. What are you doing? My bad, y'all be good now. Uh, so the next night on SmackDown Live, I'm gonna keep saying the next night. It's you know when the time period is, so just keep going with it. Uh, the John Cena cuts an infamous "New Day is Dead" promo, um, basically saying that he ended the New Day, he ended the dream that was Kofi Kingston's title run, and he ended any chance Kofi will ever have with becoming champion again. Uh, Velveteen Dream comes out and he calls out Hollywood Cena in the, nec- in the next week uh, saying basically, look, I've beat you once and I'll beat you again. Face me one-on-one and I'll become champ champ. So week three is Velveteen Dream and John Cena contract signing. It is signed for champion versus champion at Clash of Champions. So, John Cena versus Velveteen Dream. John Cena narrowly beats Velveteen Dream to retain his title. Uh, John Cena no-shows the next episode of SmackDown Live, and EC3 states that Cena feels he is too big of a star and refuses to return until WWE agrees to pay him more. So, the next night, or the next week, Vince McMahon comes out, and he announces that EC3 will face Velveteen Dream at the Saudi Arabia show. And if EC3, or Velveteen... If Velveteen Dream loses, EC3 is the new IC champ. But if Dream wins, both EC3 and John Cena will be fired, and Velveteen Dream will be the new WB champion. Velveteen Dream. So, Velveteen Dream versus 
I'm sorry. The next week, it's Velveteen Dream, Kofi Kingston, Finn Balor versus E3, EC3, Randy Orton, and Aleister Black. Just to keep them all tied together. And then the next week is Velveteen Dream versus EC3 and Drake Maverick in a, in a handicap match. Okay. So, do what? Is that okay? I feel uh, it. The Saudi Arabia show is EC3 versus Velveteen Dream. Obviously, you know the stipulations. EC3 wins after Drake Maverick throws sand in Velveteen's eyes. Um, cheap heat. Classic, I like it. I like all classic heel, heel shit. I like classic heel shit. It's what's good. Um, it's what's so, for dinner. <laughs> EC3 comes out the next or that next week on SmackDown to celebrate calling himself the Golden Nightmare. Instead of the Velveteen Dream, he's the Golden Nightmare. He says he woke Patrick Clark up and the dream is finally over. He also announces that John Cena will return next week to talk to Vince McMahon face-to-face. I bet the first name, the first real name for him, um, Velveteen, the Velveteen Experience. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) But he would sell the shit out of that. God damn, pal. That would actually work for him. It would work for him, like, having come experience the Velveteen Dream. Well, he couldn't be the Velveteen. That sounds sexual. No. <laughs> I like. Yeah, it. have you met? Have you met Velveteen Dream? Everything. Not Seems, Well, I mean, his character is very sensual. we should say. <laughs> okay, so the next night on SmackDown, or the next week on SmackDown, sorry, Cena returns to SmackDown Live with EC3 and Drake Maverick. Uh, it's the closing segment. Is Cena confronting Vince McMahon and demanding to be treated and paid as the star that he is? Cena says he's the greatest of all time. 17 world titles, almost 20 years on top of the mountain, accomplished movie star, and the man that Vince McMahon himself has relied on every single time his back was against the wall. Vince tells him that everything he said is true, but he's no longer that man. He's lost his way. He's changed. He's become a totally different person, and he wants Mr. Make-A-Wish back. Cena says he has his own wish. He wishes he never helped a single one of those spoiled brats because it got him (laughs) absolutely nowhere, and now they boo him anyway. (laughs) That's great. I love it. Vince For is, your work, it's great. Vince, I, is, <laughs> Vince is extremely frustrated with this and starts to scream at Cena just before he collapses, uh, which visibly shocks Cena. The screen goes black, the commentators are heard scuttling to the ring, and the show goes off air ten minutes early. So Vince just had a heart attack because it just... See, this gave Vince a heart <laughs> It's revealed later on WB social media that Vince McMahon suffered a stroke and will not be able to continue his duties in WB for the foreseeable future if he is ever able to return at all. Damn, Cena, I guess, telling someone Make-A-Wish kids, I wish I never helped those Make-A-Wish kids, will give someone a stroke, especially at Vince's elderly age, even though Vince is still more in shape than me. <laughs> he's Batman. So, he is it's Batman. announced on Raw that Shane McMahon will lead a team against Triple H, uh, Triple H's team for full control over WWE at Survivor Series. Uh, both men cut promos naming their teams and vowing to win because they know what's best for the company. What's um, best for business. Yeah. So Survivor Series is Shane Mc- Team McMahon versus Team Triple H. So Team McMahon is Shane, Cena, EC3. Brock Lesnar and Lars versus Team Triple H, 
uh, which is Triple H, Rollins, Velveteen Dream, Undertaker, and Shawn Michaels. Under what? Okay, you went all this fuck there. I was gonna. You had me at the beginning, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> Triple H's team. I I could feel it, and then you went trip or you went Taker, and Shawn Michaels, who I wish Shawn Michaels hadn't come back. Well, don't wrestle anymore, Shawn. It's not mm-hmm. worth it. I like Sean. <laughs> I like Sean too, but he's he's done. I wish he stayed retired. But Agreed. you know, Saudi money. So the match comes down to Shane and Cena versus Triple H and Rollins. Um Triple H has Shane McMahon in the corner. He's beating the hell out of him. And then out of nowhere, EC three hits the ring. He's already been eliminated, but he hits the ring and hits it hits uh, Triple H with a steel chair, which gets Shane McMahon disqualified, so he's out. But Cena comes in quickly and makes the pin. So it's Cena versus Rollins, Champ versus Champ at Survivor Series. Um, it's a good back and forth match, but when Rollins goes for the curb stomp, Cena dodges it hits the attitude adjustment, and pins him in the middle of the ring. Shane McMahon has full control of the company. Uh, also, I don't know why. I think I just wrote this because I think this would be a lit match, but the other, the main, like, Raw versus SmackDown match was Roman Reigns, Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan, Finn Balor, and Kevin Owens for Team SmackDown versus Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, Sami Zayn, Bray Wyatt, and Aleister Black. That would be a very, very lit match. So take Team Raw is very dark. I know, except Sami Zayn. Except for Sami. Well, he's been kind of getting dark lately. Yeah, that's true. Um, bum. So the next week on SmackDown, Shane McMahon's opens the show with Cena, EC3, and Maverick, and promises that all the men on Triple H team on the Triple H team will get still get plenty of opportunities. He's. Uh, says, beginning with Velveteen Dream, who has the opportunity to become not only a double champion, but Mr. TLC himself. He will face Drake Maverick in a tables match, and if he wins, he will face EC3 in a ladder match for the IC title, and if he can also win that match, he will face John Cena for the WWE Championship in a TLC match, all at the TLC pay-per-view. So in case I didn't word that correctly... He'll fi- be facing fighting in three match, possibly fighting in three matches at the pay per view. So it's like a gauntlet, kind of like yeah. mini gauntlet match. of gimmick matches. Yeah. So Velveteen Dream returns the next week to tell Shane McMahon he can't be held down. He lives the dream because he is the dream. He's the new people's champion, and he's going to fight until he can't anymore. And at the end of TLC, everyone will know his name. So Shane says, three steps to hell match." Sure. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shane says he's going to give him the opportunity to warm up for his match matches at TLC by having Velveteen Dream face John Cena, Drake Maverick, and EC3 in a handicap match next week. Velveteen Dream does his best, but obviously that's three-on-one with the greatest of all time. He ends up getting beat. But he does beat Drake Maverick in the tables match. He does beat EC3 to become a two-time Intercontinental Champion. 
and he looks as though he is going to beat John Cena before EC3 and Drake Maverick interfere, taking him out, and John Cena escapes with the title once again. Uh, so the Cena squad comes out to celebrate their last their victory last night and are abruptly interrupted by none other than the nature boy Ric Flair. Flair says he's sick and tired of seeing Cena claim to be the best. He said he used to respect Cena, but after what he did to Triple H at Survivor Series, he realized that Cena can't lace his boots. He said Cena is a disgrace to professional wrestling, and Cena laughs at him and tells him to go find his 30-second wife and go home before he breaks <laughs> the hip and ends up in the hospital again. Sir, I have a wife number 33. I can't find this thing. Can't find 32, so, so just went on to 33? Yes. Uh, Rick continues to jaw with Cena, and Cena tells him he's not Dave Batista. He's going to put him in the grave, not the hospital. They come face-to-face before face to face before Shane comes out with security and has Flair removed as Cena sings, na-na-na-na, na-na-na-na, a-a-a. Goodbye. No, he doesn't rap. That's a fan favorite thing. He doesn't do that. Oh, true. Heel shit. OG heel shit. Well, his OG heel shit was rapping. Yeah, but no, he's OG OG. Like, going back to the the back in the day heel. He'll do anything. But, so, the next night, it's Kofi Kingston versus Velveteen Dream versus Tommaso Ciampa versus Aleister Black for a title shot. Number one contenders match for the next week. Tommaso Ciampa wins the match. And so Tommaso Ciampa versus John Cena. It's a great match until Andrade interferes attacking Cena. Um, EC3 and Maverick rush to the ring and pull Cena out. And the security team takes Andrade down per the orders of Shane McMahon. The next week, Shane McMahon demands that Andrade explain himself. Uh, he says he won't stand by while someone threatens and disrespects his father-in-law, who is the greatest wrestler to ever live. Shane says he had no right to interfere in that match last week, and he lost. He cost Ciampa his title shot. He says what he did, however, res- he did, however, respect the boldness of Andrade to do such a thing. So he will give both men an opportunity. Ciampa versus Andrade, number one contenders match. Uh, Ciampa, or I'm sorry, Andrade wins the match. So Shane announces that he really likes this Andrade kid, and he wants him to have every opportunity to beat Cena at the Royal Rumble. So he's going to stack the deck in his favor. He will make the match John Cena versus Andrade and his wife Charlotte and father-in-law, Ric Flair. Andrade says this isn't necessary, and and he refuses to include them. Shane says that's the only offer he's making. Either accept it, or the entire family is fired. He's giving him until next week to make a decision. So next week, obviously, Andrade accepts the match, um, and Cena says he will end all three of their careers at the Royal Rumble. Is it Ric Flair's career kind of already over? <laughs> yeah, basically. But so it's John Cena versus Ric Flair, Charlotte Flair, and Andrade in a three-on-one handicap match. John Cena also makes a joke about how it's a handicap match, but he's not the one handicapped. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> So, the match is exactly what you think it is. It's Andrade trying to keep the other two out of the ring. Um, eventually, Flair tags himself in because he can't he can't handle it anymore. Yeah, can't resist. And Cena beats the hell out of him. I can um, see Flair like his two hands up, like yeah, telling him he's ready to go. I can and see him get. He's got to get a couple of chops in though. Andrade can barely stand. 
as um fuck Cena. Rick Flair's trying to tag yeah. out so Flair Charlotte tags herself in Cena grabs her by the hair smacks her around a little bit brings her to a knee and then throws her into the corner where she tags out to bat. Flair tags himself back in Flair comes out tries to fight back um then Andrade rolls into the ring Sizes up with Cena before hitting Ric Flair with a super kick. And John Cena pins Ric Flair. Andrade and Charlotte join the Hollywood heels. I I could like it. It kind of reminds me of when um, Stephanie joined Triple H. She turned on Vince yeah. and joined Triple H. So I, I see it. I like it. So CM Punk wins the Royal Rumble. And immediately announces the next night (laughs) (laughs) that he has returned to once again kill the hype machine that is John Cena. He's sick of hearing him say he's the GOAT. CM Punk says he is the best in the world and has returned to prove exactly that. So the next week, Shane announces that CM Punk will have his singles match to return at Elimination Chamber against CEC3. Uh, The next week, Cena returns to tell everyone he does not fear CM Punk. He tells the world he's going to beat him and make him run and hide like he did in 2014. But first, he has to go through his Elimination Chamber opponents. Damone, if you would please hold your laughter until after I'm done. Okay. (laughs) He says he's facing Samoa Joe, a fat piece of indie crap that only got signed to the crybaby fans on the internet, which shut the hell up. Velveteen Dream, a kid who is obsessed with Cena. He's pretty sure he granted him a wish a few years ago, and now he won't leave him alone. Roman Reigns, the man who wishes he could be Cena, but never quite got over the bar that Cena set. Daniel Bryan, his former brother-in-law that is held down by the parasites that is the Bella family and can never beat Cena with all that dead weight holding him down. Kofi Kingston, a mid-carder that got, got a cup of coffee with the title because Vince gave into the politics of the world and caved when everyone knows he shouldn't have. But they all have one thing in common. On Sunday, they will lie on their backs for the greatest of all time. <laughs> Velveteen Dream. Oh, <laughs> it's so WWE is going to get so much heat like from Make-A-Wish like, Make-A-Wish <laughs> is going to be like come on stop burying us <laughs> Cena would be super heel though yes he would be so <laughs> it goes goes down to the final two are John Cena and Samoa Joe it's, John Cena it's the AA 1-2-3 but at, right before the three count Samoa Joe gets his shoulder up, but the ref still counts it as three. Um, and CM Punk beats EC3. So Samoa Joe opens the show protesting the finish last night, showing footage of him getting his shoulder off the ground and says that... or Shane says he is willing to give Joe an opportunity to return to Cena, rematch Cena, if he can win two matches. The first of which is against Roman Reigns tonight. So Joe beats Reigns. It's all good. Um... So the next match, or the next week, he has to face Andrade. So Andrade versus Joe. Joe wins. It's going to be Joe versus uh, Cena at Fastlane. And Andrade versus Punk at Fastlane. So week three is Joe and Punk versus EC3 and Andrade. Um, Joe and Punk win. Moving on to the pay-per-view. John Cena decisively beats Samoa Joe this time. Because really Samoa Joe was just there to be a mini-feud to get them to Mania. And CM Punk obviously beats Andrade. 
So Shane McMahon opens the show to tell CM Punk his road to redemption and road to WrestleMania begins tonight. He will run the gauntlet. Each week facing a random opponent, uh, starting with Samoa Joe. Oh, and if you lose, the person who beats you takes your spot at Mania, and you lose your contract entirely. Oh, looks nice. So the first match is Joe versus Punk. Punk wins. Next week, it's Cash's Ono versus CM Punk. CM Punk wins. Kofi Kingston versus CM Punk. Um, the, by the way, as I read off all these people, the reason I picked the people I did is because they all played important parts throughout CM Punk's career. So I'm hoping that that would give the illusion that maybe CM Punk could be losing his career here. So Daniel Bryan versus CM Punk, and then Jeff Hardy versus CM Punk, and then on week six, Shane McMahon announces he will literally have a gauntlet match. So he faces Cesaro, a returning John Morrison, Chad Gable, a returning Chris Jericho, Velveteen Dream, Rey Mysterio, EC3, and finally Andrade. AEW didn't go too well, huh? Now. <laughs> they couldn't get Punker, and Punker brought the talent back to WWE. Uh, so week seven, the night the go-home show to WrestleMania 36 is Cena and Punk's contract signings. The first time they've both been face-to-face um, since Punk's return. They sign the contract, and it's announced that both careers are on the line. Loser leaves town. Winner takes all. Uh, Cena versus Punk at WrestleMania 36, and CM Punk hits the go-to-sleep for the pinfall victory. Boo. Trash. Boo. Fuck I you. like it. I like Punk retiring Cena. I felt like it was fitting. Yeah. I would say... It's either Edge, I would say either Edge or Punk is Cena's greatest rival, and obviously Edge can't do it, so Punk would make sense. I, the reason I went with Dream retiring him is so that Dream would get the rub of being able to say, yo, I retired John Cena, because that's going to be it. Whoever does do it, if that's how it ends up happening, if he ends up getting retired that way, by someone beating him, that's going to be a huge rub. John Cena is never going to retire. He's going to die, like, not retired. All right. Possibly. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> Anyways, so I think that's it. That that was it then? CM Punk retired him? Yeah. So what did you think? I thought it was good. Except for the CM Punk part. Hmm. Did I beat you, Damone? No, you never beat me. Come on. No, it was good. Not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, we're going to go ahead and end this episode of Book It. Um, we're going to go ahead and do the quick plugs since it's only us here. Do you get, either of you guys have anything you want to plug? Yeah, I'll go check out Kevin. I was going to say, if you're interested in Kevin's wrestling career or hearing wrestling stories, follow her on her Facebook page and Twitter at Kaya, K-A-I-A, March. Like the month. Like the month. (laughs) And she's currently unable to wrestle, not due to a wrestling injury, but actually a desk job injury. But she'll be returning soon. Yep, so go do that. And uh, you can also find all the T13 Media podcasts 
on our new website at t13media.com. Um, you can find, like I said, all the podcasts, including Lunch Lady Mantra, Debatable, Trigger Warning with Travis Trimble, and of course, this, this show, Book It. Um, we have all the stuff going on there, news, updates, anything that's going to go on with T13 Media is going to go right on the website. Um, make sure to rate, subscribe, uh, whatever you listen to this on, so people know to listen to it, and let a friend know when you're wrestling friends to, uh, listen to Book It. Yeah, I'm challenging you, people. Let one wrestling friend you know, challenge him to listen to this episode or the show. That's your challenge. That's your homework. Yeah, or or you guys could all sit down and watch NXT versus NXT alumni and have us <laughs> have us talking right next to you during the whole thing. Um. All right. So uh, that's book it. See ya.